So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So give everybody a little bit of your backstory because you're in Canada, um, but I want them, we're going to go through how you converted to full boutique, but I like people to know, like, where'd you come from? Were you doing digitals? Like, what did that look like before you started this? Because everybody's story is different. And you guys remember, as she's talking, you're listening for possibilities for yourself. Okay. This isn't about her. This is about every single one of you. So give us some of the back backstory, Kristen. Okay, so I first picked up a camera uh, about nine years ago, and um, I did officially open my business in 2016, and I was only offering digital files. Um, I did a lot of those cheap mini sessions for $175, where you give them all the digitals, and you just feel like basically you're making no money. (laughs) because you aren't. (laughs) Um, And then last two years, I started offering um, prints and like just a few products just because I was like, you know what, there's got to be more to this. But I mean, at that point, I'm still offering digitals. I'm giving them all the digitals. So why would they buy the print products for me? Because they can just go and do it themselves because I've given them all the high resolution files, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And what's interesting is even if they think they will, they aren't going to, so we're not serving them. But did everybody hear that? She gave the digitals and then she thought, well, if I offer the products and the prints, they'll buy them, but why would they buy them when they have the digitals? It doesn't happen. I thought that too, for a very short amount of time. Yeah. So you're still doing the work and you're, you're telling yourself, maybe they'll buy, you realize they weren't buying, right? Yeah, like a few people bought a few things, but I mean, I was selling these for like $5 for a, like, (laughs) you're not going to make anything doing that. No, no, no. Okay. What changed? What, what happened next? I was just scrolling on Facebook. It must've been in November and you popped up and I'd never heard of you before. (laughs) Like your face was just like. I don't know. You kind of actually remind me of my mom like 15 years ago. So I was like, oh, and then just something you said, it just was like, okay, I need to look into this. So I signed up for something like this. I can't remember the exact thing, but um, yep. You did a booking boost challenge, which we do when we do a pricing challenge, usually about once a year, we do both of them. Um, and so then you jumped into Boutique Breakthrough, which started just in January, you guys. So I really yes. want to anchor down. Kristen's been doing this just for a couple months because when you hear what she's done, it's going to blow your mind, right? Because I think people think, oh, it's going to be years. 
I'll get on this horse and I'll get there in years, right? So you did the booking boost, you did a challenge. And what was going through your mind at that time? Because you've been doing, you've had some clients, you've been in business for some years. Were you thinking there, I know all this or what, what was opening up for you? I'm just curious. Um, I think just knowing that there was a different way to do things. And I was like, I was thinking to myself, you know, this is what I've been looking for. I knew there had to be something better out there. And I had been searching and searching and I just could never find it. And then I was like, okay, I feel like this is it. I just had that feeling. Okay. So you decided to join Boutique Breakthrough, which started in January. Was that a hard decision? Um, It was because I normally don't invest in myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, yeah. So just, um, it was like, uh, the fear of spending that kind of money on myself and not knowing if I'm gonna fail or not like just the money block. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What, tell me about your family at this point you had, you have a husband and some kids tell, tell about that. So, um, yeah, I do have a daughter um, who's nine and another one who's seven, and um, they've kind of been my muse since the beginning. Um, my husband, he he was never really that supportive of uh, my business um, and his family as well, which sucks. <laughs> How do you think that is? Because does he work a, he work a steady, like a job, a salary job? Yeah, he has a salary job Monday to Friday. He's been there 12 years. It's like a secure job. Um, so he was always like, you need to find another part-time job. This is more of like a hobby, even after I'd been doing it for many years. And you were actually even bringing in some money. It wasn't like 200 bucks a year. I mean, you were bringing in, bringing in thousands, weren't you? Yeah, like on average between 30 and 50,000 the last couple of years. But yeah, um, basically, I just didn't have the support that I really needed. And I just was drawn to the community um, with you and everyone. So that's also one of the things that kind of pushed me in that direction. Yeah, yeah. So what did your schedule look like when you were doing all these sessions and being a mom and doing everything? Cause that's um, digital. You were you like late at night working? What was that? What that look like? It was pretty much like every waking moment I was editing digital files and just back to back mini session after mini session, and I just felt like I had no time and just not really making any type of profit to support my family. Yeah, but you're working like a dog, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> crazy. So we're going to go through with everybody, like what, what your transformation, all the things that you did, but I just, I can't go back to the, So how did, when your husband like, wasn't supportive of this, how did you make that investment in yourself? How did you decide to do that? Or did you ever have that conversation? So with the actual boutique program, I did end up, I have two credit cards that he cannot see. He knows I have them. But I did end up um, paying on the two credit cards and I did not tell him how much the course was. I told him I had signed up for a course. <laughs> okay, so you told him you signed up. Okay. Um, 
just knowing him at the time, I knew he would be like, absolutely not. And like, I needed his support. And I just felt like I was kind of done just asking for his permission. Um, Cause this is me. My goal in life is to succeed. And like, so I, I knew I had to take the step. Yeah. And then we'll kind of walk them through how you did all of this, right? I know a lot of people have had questions about how Boutique Breakthrough works, what it looks like, because I know a lot of you are going to be like, whoa, this is mind-blowing. I have to know all the details. So let's walk through this. So when you first came in, and you guys, this is different for every student that we work with. So you're going to hear Kristen's story, your story. If you're brand new, it's going to look completely differently, right? This is why it's so important for me, I feel like, to have our eyes on everybody's stuff so we can guide you because for everybody, it's different. So branding and style is the first thing that we worked on together. Like yes. scrubbing through your brand, your style, that might have been easy for you. Was that easy for you? Um, um, you have a name and a logo and all the legal stuff that you needed. So that one, I was really fighting to stick with what I had. I had already um, rebranded a second time. So this would be my third rebrand in my business. So I was kind of like, maybe I can just keep it as is and just, and, but then I'm like, you know what? I have to just follow the steps. And I am so glad that I changed to my actual name. Just, I find that with my old logo and name, people thought that I was Kelly, which was my sister's name, which was actually the reason that I had my business name called Cal Photo Co. Got it. It's Kristen Gowan Photography. There's no question of who I am. And um, it was a good decision. Well, and I think what's kind of nice for those of you who are like, I've tried, like you feel a little schizophrenic with your brand. You're like, I like this style and I like that style. I mean, we're creatives, right? And sometimes we make a mess. So I think for you, Kristen, one of the things that's nice is like it visually signifies to people that something has changed right? Yeah. Like this is a new thing. So if they come in and it's the same name and everything kind of looks the same, they might assume they're getting the same thing. If you're an established business like yours, who has some clients who have been doing digital files, like it gives you the perfect opportunity to have that conversation. Yeah. Um, then we, we got into your what and why, and guys, what this is, is, um, this is one of the ways, one of several ways we create value for your artwork. Okay, this creates a value because, you know, we're teaching you how to charge more, but then how do you make it worth that in people's minds? One of the ways are telling what you do that's different and why you're in business. And I always tell people, if you don't know how to do this, stop, do not pass, go, do not market, do not do anything until you can explain this to people. So what? how did this land with you, Kristen? Did you feel like you already knew this or did you have to do work here? How did this, this work for you? So I actually had a different why when I first started and it is, it is still my why now, but it wasn't really the why that people needed to hear. So, um, it started out with, you know, my kids, I took photographs of them growing up and I wanted to do that for others. And then like, I feel like that's the same story for everyone. My, my real why is a little bit more difficult to say, um, just with a lot of the tragedy I've had in my life. 
Um, but just having those images and memories up on the walls is really important when uh, time is not guaranteed in life. So yeah, so it's kind of a little bit different. I won't go over the whole thing. I don't want to make anyone cry, but yeah. And do you feel like it helped having a mentors in the community to work through those stories? Because you have to be able to get to a point where you can tell it. So you're, you're pro, you know, so that it, it works into your business, but again, doesn't trigger anyone or, or send them away crying. How did that process help you there? Oh, absolutely. Um, I've got my small group team and Darren giving you a shout out there. Um, he did put me on the spot the one day and uh, I realized I really needed to change what my why was. Yeah, I um, think that's what's good about having a team, right? Because there isn't, and there, all, there isn't always one right answer. Sometimes there are many. Like I have a different why story I tell when I have a mom of a high school senior calling versus when I have a mom with a new baby. Right. Oh, so there absolutely. are like multiple things we have to know. Yeah. And you'll see how this relates, you guys, to step number four. But we start everybody working on the what and why because we know it's what trips up most people. Like most people have a really hard time getting there. Um, okay. Pricing and products. This was day three of boutique breakthrough, right? We're yeah. just getting into it. There's no messing around. So we, we made you like, and it was this hard for you because if you'd been giving, what'd you say you were charging like $5? <laughs> yeah. For like, I was like, here's your four by six for $5. Oh. And like, oh, no. and I was like, oh, there, that's expensive. So when like, you yeah. learned what went into pricing and yeah. cost of sales and you understood for your market, you're in Canada. So it's even different for you there. Yeah. What went through your head? I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Is anyone going to actually pay me these prices? Yeah. But you know what? what? They are. (laughs) So did you, did that lock you up or were you like, what what we tell people is trust the process, right? So you went through and you got the critique with everybody. So you're like seeing this person do it. And this person sort of like becomes normal after you see 50 other people or however many are on each of those lives, like going through and getting critique. How, t- we talk through how you accepted those prices or did you just trust the process or what, what happened? Honestly, at that point, I was just so excited to do everything different that I was like, I was all in. I'm like, I'm just going to follow these steps. It's okay. got to work. <laughs> okay. So you, the belief was there and you're like, I'm just trusting the process. Oh yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's the hardest part of the the course. I always tell people, like by the time you get through this, if you get through it, which most people do, um, you're going to feel like a, a crazy, amazing, different person. Do you remember when your, your price list came in the mail? It was exciting. How did you feel? So you like, I'm legit. I, yeah, pretty much. I was like, Oh, look at me. <laughs> I felt pretty special. Yeah. I always tell people, hide it from your hubbies. Did you hide it from your hubby? Like, uh oh, he's never going to believe what I'm charging now. Oh, Would he's you- never seen my price list. Okay. Even to this day. <laughs> Is he, what would he say? Well, I think now he'd be like, yeah, okay. I can see that. But um, at the beginning he'd be like, um, no. And I didn't want any head trash. I didn't want anyone to bring me down. Well, good. I I always tell people, don't show it to your people. Don't show it to your front pocket. And inevitably someone does. And then they're crying. My husband told me there's no way this will work. I'm like, what did I tell you? Don't tell him. It's not, you're not, 
lying to the, your person, right? You're, they're just not, you're not setting them up to have a successful conversation, right? It's like asking your friend without kids how to change a diaper. They're not going to help you there. They just don't know. Now, step four is what to say to Julie. These are the seven B's. Now, this is the seven B's of the first phone call. Here's where we go do marketing, right? And most people are like, just tell me what to do marketing, Sarah. I just need more clients. It's not your problem. I promise. Okay. Now, most people think marketing is all they need. It's not. Okay. If you're marketing your sit down steakhouse, like you would at McDonald's, you're creating more messes. If you don't know, step four of this is what and why. Okay. So if you don't know how to create value, you don't know how to talk price. You don't know how to share a digital file policy. You're going to either get free bull, cheap bull people in your system, or you're not going to book anybody. So when you learned the seven B's, Kristen, how did that feel for you? Cause you said you're an introvert. Like I always love when introverts yeah. go into my system. How did that feel for you? This was probably the scariest step for me. The first handful of calls I made, I probably sounded like a robot. Honestly, it just didn't really come natural to me to talk to people. And then, um, after a while, it just was like second nature, I guess. Once you learned it, right? When you first yeah. learned something new, like driving, remember when you first learned to drive, you're like, oh my, this yeah. is scary weight, keys, foot, feet, brake. And now we drive, we don't even think about it. Exactly. Interesting. So that was your toughest one. And I'm surprised to hear you say that too, because you'd been working with clients and talking to clients. You were making some money. It wasn't like you'd never had a client. Yeah, exactly. I know with my past clients, though, a lot of it was through just messaging back and forth and I'd meet them the day of the session and then send them their digital gallery. So I didn't like have too much communication with them. Um, so, yeah, that's the difference now. Yeah. How, yeah. How did you overcome that? Like, did that hold you back? Like, I'm an introvert. I can't talk to people. And then when you found out, oh, Sarah's telling me to talk to people. How did you overcome that? Um, I, I ended up practicing with a few friends that I made in boutique breakthrough. Um, and that was really helpful and just kind of reading my seven B's out loud to myself and actually to my kids. I, I was like, pretend you're a client. And they're just like, they're so cute. I can see your seven-year-old like, yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I think that's important when you're to be able to role play with other people who are learning it, because when you try to practice with someone who doesn't know the system, they like try to trip you up or they, they try to be a jerk. And it's like, they don't have to be a jerk, right? It, there's an art to the role play. I feel like that helps, that helps you. Yeah, so you so Next thing we taught you was, and you did it, you had to go get a Julie. It's not just marketing. Like, let's be marketed. Let's do some magic bullet. Like we send you out there and you go get a Julie. You learned about eight different things. You started doing it. Was that scary for you? Um, it was. Um, I ended up actually calling a bunch of my past clients because I was like, okay, I feel like 
this is a good first step. And I just kind of did my like little robot seven B's to them. <laughs> but well, we taught you the transitioning script. We gave you a script for that too. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, um, but I actually did get a couple clients to move forward with me, not many, but a couple. And at so, least they knew, right? So you were able to like, let go, send them free off into the world to go find a new photographer, you know, yeah, with exactly. and did anybody yell at you or cry or freak out on you? No, but, um, the one was a little hard. She had become friends, um, with me, but she just could not, uh, understand my system and spending that kind of money, but we, we remained friends and, and that's okay. Um, not everyone has to move forward. And actually my first couple of Julie's were past clients. So yeah. Oh my gosh. This is so exciting. That is so exciting. So, uh, you went out how long, like you got, you got your Julie. I mean, how long did, did it take you? Like a week, maybe <laughs> not even <laughs> a week in boutique breakthrough. I remember going, wait, I think you might have the record. I think 11 days was the record because you barely get through pricing. So you must have had the pricing. You were like, I know it. I'm going to go have the conversation. Okay. So you called these people, way to be brave. And then we have um, a pre-session planning meeting. And how did those go? Because you probably haven't done those before. No, I definitely have never done anything like that before this. So yeah. um, were you nervous? Um, yes, very nervous. And like, I remember apologizing to people like, I'm new at this. Like, Sorry if I sound awkward. But I mean, everyone was super understanding. That is so cool. Yeah. And you went through all the things that we teach about showing big and, and going through planning the session. Like, yes. I'm curious to know, um, because before you were probably just going out and creating a bunch of images and like, like, here you go. When you followed our system, which is what gets the higher sales, right? It happens in this session. Most people don't know that. Yeah. This is where we book them, right? We book them here. So they should never have pricing problems again. We're booking them here, but this is where everything happens. So what opened up for you when you learned that piece? Um, just, I don't know, like I'd have the conversations with, uh, my clients at that point, And I just, I'd ask them all the, the different questions. So I knew exactly what they were looking for. And, um, I don't know, I felt more prepared for every single session knowing, you know, they were going to get, they were going to want this item they were going to want that. So I would make sure to get the different, uh, images that I knew that they would want. Yeah. So it's completely different, isn't it? Like in this session part, we yeah. have kind of a worksheet that we have everybody, um, uh, fill out of what the plan is, right? You've got to be thinking of a plan. You don't ever just go in with like, look at all these pretty images. You have a plan. Yeah. So now it's been a couple months for you. Do you go into this session, which you should, right? Cause you have the plan. So you're going in and creating the images, are you already automatically looking at, okay, this is a series or this is how I'm going to present this, or this is their big one or. Oh yeah. Every time. <laughs> okay. And when you guys hear her, the reason I asked that, cause I looked at her sales and you're going to, you're going to not even believe this when you hear what her sales are, but they're going up like crazy. Her average sales are going up. It's insane. 
Okay, this is one that you are not doing, correct? The ordering appointment. Uh, that I'm not doing now? No, that you weren't doing before, right? Oh, so, I was like, I am doing that Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you better be, girl. I'll come find you. <laughs> no, I was definitely not. It was always just sending over the online gallery. And most of the time, no one would even reply and say, I like the images or anything. It would just be like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, isn't that disheartening? At least you're just so like, like, oh my gosh, I love them. Thank you. And then you feel like, how does that feel? You tell me. It, honestly, it just feels like a punch in the gut. Like, I'm like, I did all the, these beautiful images for you and you don't even say anything. Yeah. Do you realize now that you weren't serving them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like just, they probably looked at them and went, those are great. Oh, we got to run to the dance appointment. And then they forget about them and they're not even important, but they're so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. What was the hardest thing for you there? Because you had to learn software and you had to build a presentation and you had to think through and know based on the sales plan, what they were going to order. Were you scared going into that? Cause if you're introverted, a lot of times, you know, I hear from introverts, like, I'm so scared. What if I don't know what to say? How did you yeah. feel about that? Um, the first few, I was definitely really nervous and I'm sure they could tell, <laughs> And I didn't really have um, everything in order like I do now. Like I have a pretty clean system now that I do for everyone. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. but okay. the more you do, the easier it gets. Yeah, but it's imperfect action, right? Exactly. I mean, you were still making more um, because your first Julie was 1400, right? 1400 bucks. Yeah. And what were you making on average before that? Um, it was under a thousand for my biggest sale. That was for like an extended family session or something. But um, I'd say like the average was probably around 300 a session. 300. So here you follow the system imperfectly because it was your first time. And yeah. that was a past client, that 1412 order. Yeah. Past yeah. client, 1412. You guys, in how many days? Like she just learned the system and went back to a past client, made $1,400 like that. Can we just cheer for that for a moment? Everyone in your head. <laughs> I see like, like everyone in the world clapping right now because that is amazing, right? That is so amazing. Um, and you sat with them and you walked them through ordering. Was that scary? I always want, wonder what people think the first time they do that. Cause that literally in this whole system, that is my favorite part, right? Cause I get to show these images to people. Like how did that surprise you or did it? Like, I know, like, I, like, I feel confident in my work now. Um, not always, but just when I tell them at the beginning, oh, it's going to be this much. I'd be like, like, <laughs> what are you thinking? Are you going to pay me that? But now just, you have to have confidence. Like it's this much. How would you like to pay? Like you have to have the confidence because they can really tell if you're not, if you don't believe in your own prices, why would they want to pay that? <laughs> Dude, good point. Just being confident to say it. Yeah. it gives them, I always say it's like, 
um, a duck floating on the pond. You guys ever see a duck beautifully floating on the pond, just gliding and under the water, it's like, you know, little legs are going crazy. <laughs> did, did it feel like that for you? Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you realized after I survived, were you like, oh, I'm so awesome. Like what was the conversation in your head? Yeah. It was just like, I can't believe that someone just paid me that. I'm like, what can I do next? <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Then last step is maximizing the order. The order isn't done at the, at the in-person presentation. You have to, if, if you're framing and if you want to offer other things, and that's where we ask for referrals, adding that step does, I feel like it, it makes you feel better about serving the client. How about you? How do you feel about that? Kristen? Yeah, I love it. And, um, all of my clients love that I go drive to their house and I present them with their with their artwork and we just go through it together and I help them hang it up on the wall. And it's just, it's a really fun experience. Okay. I'm going to share some of these orders that you've had since okay. January, you guys, and then you yeah. can tell the grand total of where you are, Okay, what your goal is for the year, but check this out. So she did a couple at, at 1400, 1100, 1200. She went to 3,400. Was that your first totally new client? Um, I'm trying to think. I think that was, yeah, a new client. And then 6120, you guys, $6,000 order, 3,000, 3,400, 5,700, 5,100. And uh, tell them what you're at between January 1st and now in revenue. Uh, $42,000. You guys, <laughs> are you dying? I'm dying. Because the most you've made in a year, like what was your average of all these years you've been doing this? Well, if you average the, all the years, probably my actual profit after spending was like $8,000. Yeah. If I'm lucky for a year. Yeah. But you said you were like 30 to 50. Yeah. With, 30 to 50. 50 was like my biggest year, but on average, it was around the 30 to 35,000. But max. selling your soul working all the yeah, time. Right? Basically, yeah. And so tell everybody what your goal is. You're going to blow away. What's the minimum goal? And then what's your like giddy goal? My minimum goal is a hundred thousand, but I feel like I can do like 200 now this year. I feel like that's possible. Oh like my gosh. It's <laughs> so possible. It's so possible. Um, is that before or after taxes? Taxes are complicated. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't include sales tax, but it includes, but income taxes later. That's something. Yeah. Did you like learning all the tax stuff or were you already familiar with that and getting legal and having a merchant account and all the things we taught in that first lesson? Um, like there's a lot more that I learned over the last few months for sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause it's tricky. Yeah. yeah so now now, what does your husband say? He um, is really proud of me. So that's a first. Um, he definitely believes in me now. And I, uh, yeah, I told Darren today, um, I told my husband, I'm going to be making more than you this year. <laughs> I hope he likes that. He was like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then he went and bought himself a Tesla. Awesome. Awesome. I, I hope that funds more of those. And let me ask you this. This is more important. Last question. How do you feel about yourself? Like as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, um, how you're showing up and, and how your days 
look as you're showing up in them? Um, I just, I finally believe in myself. I know that these things are actually possible. Um, I feel like I'm able to spend more time with my kids, my family. Um, I don't have to be as worried about my spending. I buy what I want. <laughs> nice. Type that in. I buy what I want. That might be my favorite quote of the day. I buy what I want. How are you working more or less? I'm definitely working less. There's sometimes when I'm working more, but that's only be, by choice. <laughs> yeah, because you can, and you can put it in the hours you want, yeah. because if you want to take off a week or you want to do whatever, and um, yeah. what do you say to yourself for like seven years ago when you were doing this and you were doing, struggling for several years, quite a few years, what, what do you wish you could tell yourself? That... Um, I shouldn't let what other people say, um, like basically tell me what I can do with my life because, um, before this, everyone was like, um, everyone's charging this. You can't do that. And I felt like no one really believed in I could succeed. So then I believed I couldn't succeed. So just telling myself that it is possible. You're worth it. Um, don't let anyone tell you any different. Oh, that gave me chills. And when you were in Boutique Breakthrough, did you make some friends who like oh, yeah. together with and you're like, we're doing this? Yeah, I made some really good friends. Um, the community has been amazing. Um, like you guys are basically my family. Like I'm tearing up because the support, I really needed that. I love that. That makes me so happy because- Man, even when you are married and you have a family, like we feel so alone when we're entrepreneurs because people don't understand us and what we go through. Yeah. Kristen, I am so proud of you. And I appreciate <laughs> you taking time here to come and share your story with so many people who are stuck and addicted to the struggle and the story that they're holding on to that they can't do it or that their front pockets telling them they can't do it. And so you are proof that they can do it. I love it. I love it. Kristen, thanks for being here, friend. Thank you. Hey, photographer. It's Sarah again with a quick question for you. Do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make $3,000? I know I did. So I dug deep into what's going on and I wrote a book for you called Worth Every Penny. You can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book. Inside this book, you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients. What to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper. The do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already, so I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book.